Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, where we talk about issues facing our Big Island community. Island Conversations, Sunday mornings on KWXX at 6.30 and on B97B93 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha. Welcome to Island Conversations. We're here on Sundays on the Big Island of Hawaii on the radio on KWXX and on B97B93. And then the interviews are rebroadcast the following Friday on KPUA 670 AM in Hilo. And you may listen to Island Conversations anytime as a podcast at the website kwxx.com or at b97hawaii.com or anywhere you get podcasts. Last week, we began a conversation with Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim. We talked about homelessness. He shared many of his thoughts about the protectors, the protesters, the Kia E who are up on the Saddle Road area of Mauna Kea, and his feelings about that and how that situation could be resolved. And you may hear that as a podcast, as I mentioned before. We also asked Mayor Kim if he was planning on running for mayor again in August of 2020, and he said he had not decided. This interview will be a continuation of our last week discussion with Mayor Kim, but also there is one candidate who made a major announcement this week about running for the office of mayor, and that is Hawaii County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, and he shares his announcement with us in part two of our interview today. But first, we'll get to Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim. We had been talking about budget and and he had talked about adding personnel. So that's where we pick up the conversation this week. One of the issues you raised is definitely a concern, and that is every time people are hired into the county payroll, not only are they with the county payroll yeah. pretty much forever, but you're looking at that increase in the retirement. So adding 95 people last year, and at a recent county council member, your director of Park and Rec said if the council passed an herbicide ban, she'd be adding 400 more people to the payroll. And that's just one department. So the basic budget philosophy, are you, you know, it's a concern to everybody, just adding, adding, adding. And everybody should be concerned about that. But to answer that question, we have to answer the question is, what do you want your government to do? Miriam Mashira, who was the mayor before me, he was in a very tough time in the economy when really on a slide because of the loss of every sugar plantation. And tourism was just beginning to build up. Remember Queen Kamana Highway, which was the real key to that. That was not finished till 1973. Closing of the plantations began in 1973. The last plantation closed was 1993. That was a really rough time. And therefore, 10 years after that, just to recoup. If it weren't for the blessing of the resort industry in the west side, South Kohala and Kona, I don't know if we'll ever would have recovered. You know, it was that kind of an impact where the vast majority economic base is gone and the slow recovery. So in regards to that time, he made a very difficult decision, which I admired, but I don't know if I would have done that. He froze all hiring of police and fire. So when the economy started to recoup in the year when I was mayor in our second term, 2004 or five started to really start to go. We hired, as the records will show, 350 police officers and fire personnel. Even with that, dramatically short because it was all a catch-up. 
And yes, you're criticized for that, but remember the meaning of the word balanced budget. None of that money is borrowed. That money came in, your job is to prioritize, so we prioritize public safety people. That's the one thing about the budget. You decide, meaning the public, you the administrator, you the council, where this revenue will go. And we don't create the revenue except we've increased taxes, but you better justify why you need that money to balance the budget, to raise that money. Your question in regards to the budget, if you remember when you stated on balancing the budget, we did several things, I think, to not overspend in regards to zero budgeting, I think your question was. That was a question I asked you last time. Good memory. (laughs) If you notice, the only way they did it was to do something that I think the public said no in regards to the Ponce money. They froze that 2% off the top. 2% 2% is a lot of money. Those and that's are, the open space fund. Right. Uh, it was allowed, so they're suspended taking any money from ponds and use that for general fund. Outside of that, the ugliness for me was ugly, uh, how desperate we were. The furlough of all employees. Uh, I had very strong you know, feelings about not doing that in regards to furlough. Even a DOE, uh, matter of fact, they got my opinion. I think we drew the line when we said biting a bullet was not going to happen. We'll cut the teacher's time. Uh, we stated where education falls as far as our priority. I thought that was not, not, not a good priority. Unfortunately, we all found out zero budgeting does not work. The most important thing here, Sherry, is we be open in council meetings and proposals this is what we feel is your needs that you have told us. I'll give you what I really am proud of. I said it in the last budget meeting, parks and recreation. I've got a son that lives in Oregon. He comes here every Christmas with my grandson, and they marvel at the free swimming pools and our beaches and this and that, where he says just to take his son to his county just to swim two hours, cost him 10 bucks. There is a one free swimming pool. You know, and uh, every time you go to park, et cetera, et cetera, you pay. Every time you go this, in other words, fee for service, user fees. Hawaii made a decision years ago of differences with the mainland. Number one, one education system. So every school is the same as far as teachers' quality, uh, resources, et cetera. That's very unusual. But uh, was people have said education is that important for equality. In regards to here and other places, of certain taxes for the seniors will not be as high. Uh, taxes for homeowners will be not as high. Uh, certain fee for services will not be like the transfer stations, like all your parks, all your swimming pools. And if the public says no, fee for service, then that's what the government will do. I just hope we don't go there. Yes, there should be a limit, but for all of the people that are from the mainland, and right now there's 50% and more, I think you will know how different we are. I think you will know that the type of services provided from the police, fire, and the parks, to me, as high, not as high as most places. Are you intending to add additional people to the budget? For example, Park and Rec director said she plans to add 400 this year. Is that actually going to happen? You yourself helped us understand, again, how 
long-lasting personnel ads are and how costly now with all the retirement. Yeah, on that, you know, very briefly, Sherry, we're from plantation background, and I think you don't have to go too far. It occasionally spouts up again, like right now, how do we get people to apply for police and those things. Uh, as lucrative as maybe you take like West Hawaii, environmental management have the hardest time having people apply for those jobs. And I, I don't know the numbers now specifically, but there are people from Hilo that goes to Kona daily to work because not enough West Hawaii people apply for those jobs. And in regards to government workers, I remember advertising. I have a T-shirt in regards to really when I was mayor the first time of recruiting people to apply for county jobs. I don't know how short we are on police, but we're still short. Environmental management, we're still short. Certain kind of parks jobs, we're still short. In regards to the number of people you said, that was just a round number of a guesstimate of how many more people would be needed if we eliminated herbicides 100%. Uh, whether that holds up or not, after we review it, I don't know, we're doing it now. And I'm going to have to review all of those things, but the most important things are two things. Operationally, is this feasible? And financially, is this feasible? Then my job is Mary, to point out whatever I find out to the council. And a brief interruption to let you know that when I recorded this interview with Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim, it was Monday, December 2nd. At the time, he was looking at the herbicide bill. On Thursday evening, December 12th, he advised the Hawaii County Council that he is vetoing that bill. The County Council has the opportunity now to attempt to override that bill if they wish. Let's get back to our discussion. Mayor Kim, when we've talked in the past, you were quite critical of what you called illegal short-term rentals, and now the county has come up with a way for people who have short-term rentals to become what I would call legal. But the thing is, the taxes they pay, the general excise tax, the transient accommodation tax, that all goes to the state. And I believe that the finance department recently said they don't really intend to create a separate slightly higher tax class for short-term vacation rentals. If the county does not do that, then the county actually gets no economic benefit at all that I can see from short-term vacation rentals. Uh, that's not true because we get, because of the council action, uh, one half percent of the GET for Hawaii County, and we have a percentage of the TAT. And uh, one thing we did not pursue this year because the uh, community group on tax advisory uh, did not want to pursue it at this time at all at one lump sum, but that does not take away from the very strong position that we need to look into that because that was started and that was terminated. Uh, our main goal was to get this, and really I want to emphasize the TAT and the GET. You know, we got our share from that group also. But the question is, should we develop a separate class in the entirety, you know, for additional, and that will be reviewed. Uh, in regards to the amount of GT and TAT, I think at this point it was a good move instead of all three at one time. Mayor Kim, you mentioned solid waste, and I know that people in the county are feeling a lot of angst right now that the county is not doing recycling anymore. And it's not just a Hawaii County issue, of course, but I guess some of us feel like the 
Solid Waste Division, the Environmental Management Division, should be given free reign to seek out every potential solution to our solid waste problem. What's your position on that at this point to give them an opportunity maybe to help us? Because most of us are seeing our solid waste increase because we're not recycling anymore. Yeah, you know, that's a time of the international economy impact. You know, we have bills to help pay for uh, abandoned cars. Not too long ago, the last time I was mayor, any abandoned car was taken off because the scrap metal was so high, making up numbers. But you get a car, a abandoned car, you could get three, four, five hundred dollars for a scrap metal. Today, you've got to pay six, seven hundred dollars to get them off. Why one common denominator? The demand for materials, including steel, is very, very low. The demand because of China is very, very low. The consequence of living on an island in the middle of the ocean to ship and transport is very, very high. And therefore, you know, uh, what do you do with it? Because you can, they can't make money anymore. And that's where we are. So right now it's only those of redemption and some cardboard kind of things are limited. In regards to your statement, if you call them up right now, DEM will tell you they're being given free reigns to look at everything and work with R&D uh, to see what the, all the possibilities are. We have one advantage in the sense we have a landfill that is uh, a good landfill that at this point is taking eight truckloads because we cease filling our landfill here, which is at capacity. And uh, the life of that landfill, I'll just use round numbers, I think will be probably 40 to 60 years at the present load. And so that gives us a very safely way out for now. Likewise, when the garbage goes to Kona, and because the demand for mulch is here and not Kona, and they bring back eight truckloads of mulch. And then we refine it and, you know, for people to take. So we have at least that. And naturally, the added burden of having to close that landfill according to EPA rules. But they have, as you said, search whatever you can to see if there are better alternatives than landfill because we know we should find something. Yeah, it's kind of depressing when you think uh, about just creating garbage. You know, I was up at Pohakaloa training area the other day and they have a recycling guy named Adam Scharf. You should go up there and take a little tour. He composts everything, all the troops that eat up there. They don't throw any food in the garbage. They put it into his compost area. They shred all their pallets or wood chip them, so they create mulch from that. It's a very efficient operation, and I was extremely impressed. And I think they can help guide us. Well, I'm sure we can learn from them, as you may recall. One of our problems were composting, you know, in regards to food waste, and we terminated a contract, et cetera, et cetera. But we hope to finish the composting uh, site here in the shipment area. Uh, hopefully that will be operational once we get everything done uh, by next year. And so instead of just mulch coming back from the west side, there will be food waste and everything to create a higher value mulch. And so those things will be pursued. Mayor Harry Kim, what would you like to say before we say aloha? You know, I know it sounds ego-feeding, but I'm not. I'm very proud of uh, your county workers. I'm very proud to be the you know, first in the state as far as uh, 
checking permitting uh, in regards to where your permits are for public works and planning. I'm very proud in regards to, like I said, the homeless. Uh, my goodness, I know that work in regards to, to get the short-term rentals passed. And I think we got good workers for you. And budget, I would say this, that everybody's concerned about the budget. We have to obey the law and stay within the budget. And I asked of this before we got so dissatisfied of how much we spent. There's no disagreement. You should know this. We've come a long ways in making it better in regards to employee contribution. The kind of things of vacation, the kind of things of retirement. My goodness, when because we're competing to get people for the plantation system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, going to county government, which was not an easy thing. We had to match the plantation, what they're given, or medical and those things. Right now, those benefits have been dramatically cut. And it used to be when you retire, and now you know, there's no such thing as for your life of your, your life and your family. Those are all gone. The amount of retirement you pay, all have been dramatically cut. And I'm glad of that, and it should be. In regards to other things that I am concerned about is, truthfully, I ask all of your listeners, take the time, because it's so easy now on the Internet, find out what other county governments tax. Find out what services they get for that. That's the big difference. In regards to Hawaii Island, I'm proud of the tax system of seniors. I'm proud of the tax system because homeowners for agriculture, et cetera. And if you look at the pure numbers of dollars you pay, I think you'll be quite surprised, maybe even satisfied, it's not that much. In regards to where we go from here, back in 2000, I said my goal is to make this a nice place to live, and that's still number one. Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim, thank you so much. Aloha. Thank you. And that, of course, was Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim in part two of a two-part interview. Next week, our guest is the Chief Executive Officer of the West Hawaii Branch of the Hawaii Healthcare System, Jay Cruiser, who is CEO for Kona Hospital, Kohala Hospital, and other entities under that branch. But right now, we're going to go to a short discussion with Hawaii County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, who last Tuesday made the major announcement that he has decided to seek the office of mayor in the August 2020 election. Prosecutor Roth came into the radio station to talk a little bit about that, and I'm going to share that in a minute. But first, I want to mention that if you are not registered to vote, you may do so right now online, elections.hawaii.gov, or go to the Hawaii County Elections Office. In 2020, we'll be voting for several local offices. Every single county council member for Hawaii County will be up for election or re-election. We also will be voting for mayor. And there are also elections for state representatives and some state senators. You know, we always talk about the elections being in November, and that is true. Our general election is in November. But the way Hawaii County nonpartisan elections work, if any candidate on the ballot gets more than 50% of the vote in the August 8th, 2020 primary, that means they do not have to go on to the general election. They will have won the office at that time. So for the local offices, mayor and county council, it's really particularly important that we all vote in August of 2020. 
Now, at a later time, I'm going to record an interview about the fact that now we are going to be voting by mail. Everybody is. We've had the opportunity to vote by mail if we requested an absentee ballot, and anybody could have requested an absentee ballot. As it turns out, most of the people who voted in the past several elections have done so via absentee ballot, i.e. by mail. So we will learn more about that. But today we're now going to talk about the mayor race for Hawaii County since several candidates have said they're running. But before we get to that, let me remind you, I'm Sherry Bracken and this is Island Conversations. And here is a word from our great sponsor, KTA Superstores. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. Now, there are others who are probably running for mayor. They have not made formal announcements to my knowledge, but I know that they have set up the mechanism to do that. One is Robert Fitzgerald, Bob Fitzgerald. He used to be the director of Hawaii County Park and Rec. He lives in Waikoloa. And he's filed the proper documentation with the Hawaii State Commission on Campaign Spending. Another candidate is Tante Urban. Mr. Urban owned a restaurant called Tante's Island Cuisine in Kona until, I think, around 2012. Today, he owns a restaurant called Tante's Island Cuisine on the island of Maui, and he has for the last seven years, I believe. But... I would imagine he's maintained his legal residence on the big island of Hawaii since he is planning on running for Hawaii County Mayor. The other person I know who is running for Hawaii County Mayor is Wendell Kaheuaia, who is a Hilo resident. Currently, he works as a security guard. He used to own a radio station in Kau, and he sold that frequency away. He also did some work with Naleo o Hawaii. So those are candidates. I've not spoken with any of them to date, but Hawaii County Prosecutor Mitch Roth did make a major announcement last Tuesday evening at 5 o'clock at Queen Lily Ulkalani Park in Hilo. I invited Prosecutor Roth to come into the radio station to talk, and I now share that conversation. Hawaii County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, aloha. Aloha, Sherry. Now, County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, I understand that you have made a major decision. Tell us about it. Yes, yeah, so I have decided that I am going to be running for mayor next year. County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, that is a big decision to run for mayor. Why have you decided to run for mayor in 2020? Well, you know, my career has been as a prosecutor, and one of the things that I started off as a prosecutor is working on solving problems. Had some great training, became a problem solver, was able to train people across the country. Through most of my career, I've acted as a community-oriented prosecutor, which is very similar to community policing. The fundamentals of Community prosecution, community policing have been problem solving. And more than that, when you're solving a problem, the first thing you want to do is you want to bring people together to solve the problems. And I think one of the things I'm really good at is bringing people together to find solutions. And right now, there's a whole bunch of problems that we need solutions to. Well, I think that a lot of people in the county would probably agree with you. I think there's a lot of issues. So are there any specific issues you would like to mention? Or do you just want to tell us a little bit more about your philosophy and your vision for Hawaii County? So I think when you're looking at the mayor's position, I think in county and government in general, people want to know that the county is running effectively 
and efficiently. You know, the county's job is to look after things like the infrastructure, make sure that our infrastructure is there, make sure that we have a vibrant community, which means healthy, safe, but also economically stable. My general vision as a prosecutor has been to keep our community safe and healthy. And so that means a lot more than a lot of people think. Safety means not only your physical safety for crimes, and healthy means more than just medicine or medically healthy. It means having a vibrant community. And a vibrant community is one that is healthy in health ways, but also healthy economically in ways in which people have jobs, they have a place where they can live. Um, so housing is, is a huge issue on this island. And I think that's you know one of those issues. We have a lot of homeless problems. There's a lot of issues that shouldn't be too difficult to come up with solutions if we're willing to listen to not just us in government, but to everybody. I think we need to start looking at things with a different set of eyes. And I think, you know, one of my skills is bringing people together, and I'm really looking forward to doing that. Mitch Roth, what are the key areas you expect you will be focusing on if you become mayor? Well, you know, when you look at the mayor and what he needs to do is, first off, we need to make sure we have the right people in the right places. And there's a lot of issues that people have talked about that we can do much better. And I don't want to get into specifics at this point. I think one of the things that we need to do is we need to be intentional about where we're going. We need to start listening to people. We need to, well, we, we need to listen to people and we need to work together to be effective and efficient. One of the big issues I think is housing on this island. Uh, homelessness, especially in, in the Kona area. We need to, to look into some infrastructure needs that we have here. There's quite a few things to making our community safe and healthy, but some of that is being proactive, intentional, and looking at where we're going. Okay. Well, you mentioned homelessness and housing, and obviously I would imagine that would be a focus for almost anybody because that's been an issue that's been steadily growing worse. Is there anything else you'd like to mention specifically? I know this is not an interview for a candidate farm or anything, but I do want to give you a chance to mention anything else you'd like to. Well, you know, I think a safe and healthy community requires a couple of different things. One of the things it requires is, of course, your physical safety, so the law enforcement part. But also a healthy community doesn't only deal with medicines, but it means a vibrant community, one that, you know, we are making sure that our kids have a place to come back, that we're open for business. We don't want to grow uh, crazy. We don't want to be Maui or, or Kauai. We want to do that in a respectful way, a culturally sensitive way. But we have to be able to to build and put people in houses. You know, when you look at the Alice report, and you see the number of uh, families that are struggling here on this island, the number of kids that are struggling, there's a whole bunch of issues that we need to look at. And, you know, we'll get into each one of those as we go on with the campaign. You did use a term that I think most people are not familiar with. You said if you look at the Alice Report, what is that? The Alice Report is a report the United Way looked at pretty much what's going on in our community as far as how healthy the community is. And one of the things that we've seen is that we have a very high rate of poverty on this island, actually higher than any other place. There's a whole bunch of negative things that we really need to look at as 
problems, and problems are just solutions waiting for an answer. <laughs> Very good. Now, Prosecutor Mitroth, you obviously have a super important job right now. You are the Hawaii County Prosecutor, which means you and your team handle all of the criminal cases that are issues in the county. Would you foresee that at some point you might need to or you would want to take a leave of absence to pursue your mayoral run? Right now, we'll be taking a look at that. At this point, I, I don't think so, um, but we're going to assess that as the campaign goes along. There are some big projects that I'm working on. I've got a great team that we've started to put together for this campaign, and I'll probably be relying on them to do a lot of that footwork at first. As the campaign goes on, though, I may be taking vacations, and I'm sure I'll use a lot of vacation time. Whether I step down or not is a, another matter. Okay, I'd just like to remind listeners that in this county, the election in August, which is called a primary, but it really is the most important election because that is when most of the county council members and even the mayor can be elected if any candidate gets more than 50% of the vote. So Mitch Roth, you are the first candidate who has uh, told me that they are officially running, and I'd like to remind everybody, no matter who you vote for, it's important to vote. Mitch Roth, is there anything you'd like to say before we say aloha? Well, you know, I'm hoping whoever wins this, this race, we have some great ideas that we'll be talking about, and I plan on, on winning this. However, if I don't, I hope that some of the ideas that are brought forward will help us solve some of the problems that we have to make our community a safer and healthier place. County Prosecutor Mitch Roth, candidate for mayor Mitch Roth, thank you so much. Aloha. Aloha. And with that, we're going to say aloha for today. Thank you so much to our listeners for being with us. I'm Sherry Bracken. This is Island Conversations. I'll see you next week for a conversation with Jay Cruiser, the chief executive of Kona Community Hospital and all its affiliates. Until next time, please, let's all live and drive with aloha. Ahui ho. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Join us next week for another Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken. Brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916.